As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Anitude, a relationship podcast about love, friendships, and everything in between. Hello, and welcome to Anitude with Anna. Um, I'm here to talk about the, I have to, first of all, this is going to be a recap of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. But before I do that, we got to talk about the Met Gala. So let me preface this by saying um, I am not a fashionista I'm more of a maxinista and I love a Ross journey but um and also right now I'm wearing leggings from like 2014 and I have a shirt um that has a ketchup stain on it and a mustard stains from probably eating a hot dog so I just wanted to make a disclaimer that I am in no way shape or form a fashion icon but I do have eyeballs and I can see so I really just want to discuss the looks of the Met Gala. So the Met Gala, I don't even know why they subject the public to everybody's fashion choices because these celebrities never, it's never 100% of the celebrities understanding what the theme is. And the ones that don't really don't, I feel like, there should be instruction manuals given to people like, hey, the theme this year is, uh, I don't know, Boss Baby. And I don't know why that would be a theme, but everybody, please do your best rendition of what a boss baby looks like to you. And that way, like people would understand. So let's, for example, talk about the year that the theme was camp. So if you are unsure of what camp is, no, it's not packing up your uh, sleeping bag and a can of beans and heading into the forest. Camp is like hijinks, wacky, like subtle wackiness that like is 
very like in, like I would say intellectual wackiness is camp. So I just remember Carly Kloss, who is like a fashion model or whatever. She posted a tweet like an hour before the Met Gala and was like looking camp right in the eye. And it was a picture of her eye in a makeup compact mirror. And it was just like, girl, stop. Anyway, so everybody like showed up not camp. I think the only person that was actually camp was Lady Gaga, which truly her whole like theme of her life is camp. Um, you know, i.e. the uh, meat dress, um, the, you know, heels that are like 40 inches tall. So she was the only one that was like truly camp. And I think like Katy Perry was like in a hamburger costume. Katy Perry is always like, oh, I'm so silly. I'm going to put on this hamburger or like I'm going to dress like a hot Cheeto. And she just it's truly go girl, give us nothing. And just uh, Katy Perry gets someone ever loving last nerve sorry for the katie cats out there i do purchase her sandals her jelly sandal line so um other than that she has made little to no contributions that are good to this world um do you guys remember when katie perry had that song and i used to listen to it but this is before i was an adult and also before i had like any sense and taste in music but she had a song called you're so gay and you don't even like boys and that would not fly she would be canceled and it was a horrible song like i went back and listened to it i think she tried to scrub it from the internet as she should but it's just not even a good song so it was basically talking about a guy who's like feminine or like not like the masculine type that women hold a standard to like for men but it was awful it was very cancelable nowadays but anyway let's get back to the Matt gala so i just want to talk about these looks first of all i want to talk about kim and kanye why won't they leave us alone like please i'm begging you leave us alone like they were wearing these outfits and the theme this year was America like um, this is America which to me you could do a lot with a little but also like America is very extravagant ridiculous and also um, like I say all the time America is just a third world country with a Gucci belt on and I think people could have really played that up if they um, had any like sense of humor but it basically to me I took the theme as like you know, like maybe you wanted to do like the fashion throughout time and you pick something that is like iconic to America, which is like denim jeans. Why didn't Brittany re like, why wasn't she, one, why isn't she invited? That girl is free now. Please invite her to everything. She also, my girl is engaged. Shout out to um, her hot ass fiance, Sam. He is so, oh my God, he's so fine. Um, but anyway, why didn't they, like, get invited and they could have wore their jean out? Like, she could wear her jean outfit fit she wore with Justin to the VMAs, but made Sam wear it, which would be, I mean, truly iconic. But, like, denim jeans, that is, like, America to me. Um, Daisy Dukes, America. Uh, I would have to say, like, you could even do, like, I saw some Diana Ross moments for a few from a few celebs. And, but... Kim and Kanye showed up in what to be like a outfit of somebody would come to like rob you in. And it just, 
they get on my last nerves. Like everything they wear is so underwhelming and everybody tries to act like they're such like fashion forward people and a fashion forward couple, but all their outfits are fucking trash. Let's be real. Kim's outfits are, they just truly remind me of everything you can get off of Fashion Nova. And I know Fashion Nova like copies Kim, but Fashion Nova, if Fashion Nova is copying you, that means your taste is cheap and it can be replicated. So therefore you're not fashionable. Uh, I know Kim's listening to this. She's probably crying, doing that ugly cry face she normally does, but I don't care. And Kanye, I need him to get 5150 because, first of all, he severely needs, like, mental counseling. And also, Donda sucked. Like, I need him to pay for his crimes that he committed with that album. It was horrible. So, anyway. So, I... Nary a good outfit was to be seen on the red carpet besides like there was a few a select few like barbie fiera from um euphoria she looked stunning wasn't really feeling the eyebrows but i guess that was like on brand because methy eyebrows were like that's truly america right there like i think when i think of like uh methy eyebrows i do think of the time in like the early 2000s when all of us were plucking our eyebrows to absolute hell and back so Barbie Ferret was killing it. Who else looked decent? Um, I would have to say maybe hmm, Iman, gorgeous. She is so just timeless beauty. Um, first of all, can we talk about Sierra, the singer Sierra? Or I wouldn't call her singer, the performer Sierra. I understand she loves her husband to death, but girl that dress with his number on it truly yuck ugh vomit sick it just wasn't even a good it was a great cut a great silhouette um but it was just like i don't know i guess gaudy would be like america like whatever but it just wasn't i don't know i will have to say i'm gonna give it to kendall jenner she looked great um who else looked decent? Um, as far as the women, Zoe Kravitz, oh, she could literally put a plastic bag like or a burlap sack over her body, and I'd be like, hell yeah. Um, who keeps inviting Rita Ora places? I, what does Rita Ora do? Like, I remember in the early, like the mid two thousand, she's ha- she had a song, but I don't even remember it, and I feel like it was like a fever dream. But ever since then, she's like been everywhere, and it's like, who's inviting her? Who? does anybody get invited um alicia keys looked whatever she's just i can't get behind her because when she was telling everybody not to wear makeup but she was wearing makeup to make it look like she didn't wear makeup on my nerves um who else looked decent pharrell was wearing a bolo tie which i could get behind i love a bolo tie on a man like in an ironic way Uh, joan smalls looked great uh, she was wearing this Ralph Lauren, like it was kind of basic, but it looked it was it did what it had to do. Um, also, who looked great was not Sean Mendez. Get another person where I'm like, who is inviting him, and how did he get famous without? I don't. I the Sean Mendez and the Camilla Camilla Cabello because I know she's like to be called Cabello because she is a spicy white woman um i they keep trying to shove that couple in our face and i'm like shut the 
just get them out. Um, Lupita Nyong'o looked amazing. She was wearing this like blue Versace dress and she had her hair uh, very natural and it was gorgeous. Um, Lil Nas X. Yeah, sure. Um, Regina King looked great and she was her date was Michael Kors. Um, you couldn't get Michael Kors if you're fucking Michael Kors. I, my favorite line any ever. But can we talk about speaking of um, you couldn't get Michael Kors if you're fucking Michael Kors. Nicki Minaj, that girl, I try because I am an OG Barb. Like, I used to think I was Nicki Minaj for the longest time. Like, when Itty Bitty Piggy came out, you couldn't tell me shit. I got my bangs immediately cut straight across, immediately put some pink extensions in my hair that looked a hot mess, immediately bought, like, a vest and push my boobs up like I was a barb through and through I can't get behind Nicki Minaj anymore like I can't even like support her because one she hasn't come out like with a solid like catalog of like or not catalog a solid album in a long time um because you can't even call like I guess since Roman Reloaded I don't know that was probably the last time she had like a cohesive album that I didn't absolutely hate every song on but she tweeted she wasn't at the Met Gala because she's not vaccinated and you had to be vaccinated to go to the Met Gala, which everybody just, what are you pushing back on? Because all you're doing is hurting yourself. You're going to miss events. You're going to miss concerts. You're going to miss weddings. You're going to miss funerals. You're going to miss a lot of things because you're trying to like prove a point that isn't going to be proved. So she tweeted that she wasn't, she was hesitant to get, she's hesitant to get the vaccine until she gets more information because she heard from her cousin in Trinidad that her, his friend got the, uh, got the vaccination and then his testicles got bigger. I don't, I don't know if she's trolling us because Nikki loves to troll but if she's not trolling us, I'm going to need her to, like, cease and desist on talking ever again. Um, so that's why Nicki Minaj, everybody's like, where's Nicki Minaj? Which I don't know who the, they are, but, like, people are tweeting, like, where are you, girl? And she, like, had to comment by saying, because she's not vaccinated, she wasn't invited. Okay, let's go back. Um, Carla Delevingne or what, however the hell you say her name was wearing Christian Dior, but she wore a vest. Like it looked like a bulletproof vest said peg the patriarchy, which go off queen. Um, I don't know. And I know, let's just talk about it. The AOC dress, the tax, the rich, which, okay. I'm all for it. Uh, absolutely tax those fucking bastards. And don't get mad if you think you're, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not rich because um, rich people don't listen to podcasts, but they're talking about people who make over $400,000 and I guarantee none of you do. And I'm going to tell you why. I want you to go into your living room. I want you to look at your couches. Do they touch the wall? Okay, that means you're not wealthy. Wealthy people's furniture do not touch the wall because they have space to create a space that where their furniture doesn't touch a wall. And if you have a white refrigerator, honey, I'm gonna I'm I'm almost in tears, honey, almost because a white refrigerator, ooh, child, the ghetto. Like if they're if you have any of those things, you're not wealthy, so they're not talking to you about taxing the rich. So just you know, stay calm. But wearing this dress i get what she was trying to do tax the rich 
at an event with rich people. Yes, that is very ballsy of her. But I am just tired. I love AOC and I love like that she's, you know, she goes there. But I just want these senators, congressmen, congresswomen um, to do their jobs and to put the policies in place and put the action behind their words and behind their dresses. And also this dress did nothing for me. Like it was just it, it was whatever. So, yes, but ta uh, let's tax the rich and then we're going to eat them, everybody. So moving on to ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. I don't know if it's because ASAP Rocky is involved, but Rihanna is getting on my nerves and I know it's going to bother a lot of people, right? Rihanna is my queen icon legend. I love Rihanna. I, she can do no wrong in my eyes besides date this man. And I'm going to tell you why. So ASAP Rocky, great musical artist, has a great catalog of music. However, he's very colorist and he has made comments about um, dark skinned black women and he's also made comments about he doesn't care about like black lives matter because it doesn't bother him because he lives in the hills he lives in calabasas he lives wherever the kardashians do so the police aren't going to kill him which is like newsflash they will kill your ass because i guarantee none of them are pretty flacco fans so he lost all my respect do i still listen to asap rocky absolutely it's a blessing. I mean, it's a, it's a, my cross I have to bear that I cannot stay away from like the, the musical part, the artistry of ASAP Rocky. But what I can say is that he wore this like quilted blanket, like this small pox ass blanket and then took it off to reveal nothing but a fucking tuxedo. And it's like, bitch, you keep the fucking small pox blanket on. We didn't need to see your, um, you know, Charlie Chaplin ass outfit underneath because that was giving us nothing. Like, truly, go girl, give us nothing. And now let me get to Rihanna. I, she said, I'm an immigrant. I guess this is how people dress in America. I don't know what she was doing. It just wasn't giving what, it, what I think she thought it was going to give. But I love her anyway. Um, come out with some more music and leave ASAP Rocky, please. So... Anyway, let's get to Jennifer Lopez. One, another person where I'm just like, please leave us alone. What did we do to you to deserve this? Like, what is happening? So she was wearing a dress, great body, obviously, um, a fur, and then like a Carmen Sandiego hat. Where is, where is Carmen Sandiego? And just, she, J-Lo... I don't even know. I'm just not even going to whatever. Uh, Gigi Hadid look Hadid. Sorry. Excuse me. She looked great. She looked fabulous. Uh, she just had a baby. Congrats to her and the team and her fine ass baby daddy. Uh, Megan the stallion looked beautiful. I'm glad she fired her old stylist because he had her looking like a professional wrestler. Kim Petras went to the wrong theme. She was supposed to be at camp, the camp theme. And she was wearing a dress with a horse on it. She's a horse girl. I don't know what's going on. And uh, Madonna's daughter was there. It looked like something from like prom 2014. Like when you when like girls go and get their uh, prom dresses custom made and they want to show like extra booby, extra body. They go get it made like at a seamstress. Like that's what uh, Madonna's daughter looked like. 
the men truly were just so underwhelming like men men's fashion sucks like i'm pete davidson I know girls love him and people like him and they say he has like big dick energy, but he looks like he hasn't showered in at least five days. Um, let's see. Troy Savant was wearing a gender fluid outfit, which I love that for him. I love that for them. Um, Sweetie looked amazing. Amazing. You can tell she has never eaten her Sweetie meal for real, for real. Because, like, body snatched, goals, love. Um, let's see who else we have here. Who is Evan Mock? Does anybody know who that is? Billie Eilish. Are you an eyelash, everybody? Let me know. Adrian Brody. Ooh. Look at that pianist daddy. Come play my piano over here. Okay. He looks, I've always had a crush on him. I don't know why either. But he looked great. James Corden, once again, please stop shoving him down our throats. We don't want to see him. Um, but is there anybody else that stood out? I don't know. Just everybody looked whatever. Uh, Kiki Palmer looked great. She's I love Kiki Palmer. Ever since she said she didn't know who Joe Biden was and she said sorry to this man. I don't know this man. I love her. Um, Ilana Glazer, she just had a baby too. She looks smashing. Um, Emma Chamberlain, um, I think she's a TikToker or a YouTuber or something. Why is she, once again, why is she there? And Timothy Chalamet is wearing Converse and sweatpants. That's all I'm going to say. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just like fashion is sucks. It's like going back. Do you guys remember the fashion in the early 2000s? where like people were wearing like camis like layered camisole tank tops like uh they were wearing like belts over like shirts for no reason and like ugg boots like i feel like it's going back to a place of early 2000s so well that was my correspondence on the met gala i hope next year they have me actually be a correspondent and i can like tell these people to their face your outfit's truly trash i would love to do that um, but actually, I wouldn't do that. It'd be nice. I'd be like, so what are you wearing? And they'd be like, oh, I'm wearing Rick Owens. And I'd be like, mm, is Rick Owens wearing you or are you wearing Rick Owens? <laughs> and then I would get promptly escorted out by security. Um, any, anyway, so uh, this is the time where we're going to talk about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So if you're not into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, turn this off. Well, actually, I want you to like literally reflect why the fuck aren't you watching any Real Housewives? Or why aren't you watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake? Because it's truly... <sighs> Real Housewives deserves a Peabody. Like, these women, these rich women, or quote-unquote rich women, <coughs> give, are just, they always give great performances. So, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Last season was great. Well, we left the girls, um, Heather... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I almost forgot her name. Whitney. I was going to call her, for some reason, Wild Rose, but that's, like, her makeup line. Heather and Whitney are obviously related, but they're on, you know, each other's sides. Like, and Heather is beefing with Lisa and Jen Shaw, who is Shaw Rested, who got Shaw Rested. And then we have Meredith, who's beefing with Lisa Barlow as well, which Lisa Barlow, I don't know if she's, like, on 25 different, like, benzos, but she everything i love that i love it i love it i love that oh my god love it so she's just a character and then we have mary the cult leader church mary who married her grandfather i'm telling you guys if you're not watching real uh, real housewives of salt lake you're missing out it's it's mind-boggling how these girls these women have you know lived their lives like without me knowing about them until last year so Mary, who is a cult leader and married her grandfather willingly as an adult woman. I mean, it's her, her step-grandfather, so it's not her biological paternal or maternal grandfather. It's her step-grandpa, but still she married her grandpa. Like, she, he, like, got married to her mom, so that's her grandpa. That's weird. So uh, Mary is on the outs with Jen Shaw as well. And it's just, you know, these ladies be always beefing. So this the scene opens up explosive, honey. So we got Jen, we got Jen on the bus. We got Whitney coming in with the shot ski. Um, we got Lisa. I love it. Barlow. We got Heather. Um, good time, girl. And uh, Mary and Meredith are coming separately. They're all going to like the beauty beauty lab, which is Heather's business. And they are ready to turn up. Jen Shaw, if you're going to get arrested, do what Jen Shaw did. She had her, she was braided down and she had a great face of makeup on she had a great outfit on she looked good she looked honey looked good she looked ready to go to jail she looked ready to go arrest to get shot arrested so they're on this like party bus and then um jen shaw's husband calls her which her husband is a football coach for uh, utah uh college a college coach and he i don't know uh he what like he's a head coach or I don't know something he's a coach he 
coaches coaches a sports ball. So he calls Jed and he must have been like, yo, you're about to bitch. You about to get fucking arrested. The jig is up. Come home so you can at least get arrested with some dignity. So she's like, oh, my God. So she's like, tells Whitney, Whitney, who talks like this and like doesn't understand. like, so tells Whitney to take off her or turn off her mic and Jen leaves then all of a sudden the FDI busts up comes in and the FBI is like we're looking for Jen Shaw and then everybody's like oh like gasping oh my goodness and Whitney's like oh my god and then like the news comes in Jen Shaw arrested for fraud so I guess if you guys don't know Jen Shaw has been arrested for like uh wire fraud and doing like those fraudulent like phone calls um to like old people and people who think that their car has an extended warranty which is like they wouldn't call you about that but she's been doing those like cold calls and basically her business is like a shell business where like it's not really a business but she's like you know doing like tax write-offs just being just being a fraud like so the feds are, you know, one thing you don't mess with is, like, government and their money. They're going to come find you. Like, you can get away with drugs for a little bit, like, selling drugs. But as soon as, like, you're, like, making too much money and not paying taxes or, like, you're, you know, stepping on the government's toes, they're going to come get your ass. So the FBI busts into, and they're like, where's Jen Shaw? And then um, the news comes out in real time, and Whitney, Wild Rose, is like, oh, my God, I got the chills. Jen is fraud. She's doing fraud. And everybody's like, oh, my God. And Lisa's like, I love that. I mean, she didn't really say that, but I'm sure she was thinking about saying it because, you know, why not? So fast or like they rewind to like months prior and um, we see that some of the girls have moved to do new houses. Meredith and Jen have moved to different houses, uh, I guess. Jen was leasing her house or, or yeah, renting out her Shaw chalet. And now she has a different chalet and a big ass closet full of like clothes and shoes and purses that were bought with like fraudulent funds, which is like, I don't know why these women, I mean, I know why, but they go on these shows and flaunt like their wealth and the feds can use that against you. I mean, Erica Jane, Teresa Judice, like from, so Erica Jane from Real House of Beverly Hills is also under fire because her husband, um, Tom Girardi is like, uh, he was a fraudulent lawyer stealing settlement money from burn victims. Somebody with like a, like vaginal mesh, like contraption that went wrong and caused like a whole bunch of issues. He like stole their settlement money, a plane crash, and um, he stole their settlement money, which means like people who don't have parents and people who don't have husbands anymore, like he took their money. So anyway, Erica, who was patting her puss on Broadway, which if you guys don't understand the pat the puss reference, she used to say that all the time. And I went up, I used to love Erica. I obviously have a very bad taste in, I mean, a very bad judgment because like I loved Erica Jane so much. I was like all about Erica Jane. 
So she was a singer, and I use that term very loosely. She had this song called Expensive, and I loved it. I used to listen to it all the time, and I'm probably the reason why I got so many streams because it was such a great song. It was ridiculous, but I'm sure the feds are using that for evidence. If you can use Bobby Smurders, like, the song he came out with in 2014 against him, you can use expensive with the S is a dollar sign against Erica Jane because she literally told everybody how expensive it was to be her and that she's like a million dollar diamond and she flies all these places and has a glam squad and pats her puss. So she basically like is acting like she's playing dumb and you can't play dumb because the feds have access to your bank records. And then let's go back to Teresa Judice from Real House of New Jersey. She used to pay for like big purchases with cash money, like thousands and thousands of dollars. I remember she went on a shopping spree at like a furniture store and like it was like 10K and she's like up out. It was more than that. I feel like it was like 35K or something. It was a lot of money, but she's like, I'll pay for it um cash she, oh sorry she talks like this i'm gonna pay for it cash and um your prostitution whore married 13 times Teresa judice is iconic um she and Dan- danielle staub um my favorite feud ever so anyway back to jen shaw so jen shaw's like moved into a new house that she's renting and she's showing off all her purses and shoes to lisa i love it barlow and then um, Jen Shaw was, like, very, very, like, toxic last season. Like, she would get into fights about everything. And everybody has, a like, I have had a friend like Jen where you go somewhere and they are looking to fight or get into an argument about nothing. Those are the worst people ever. And it's usually because they're trying to, like, Uh, they're projecting and deflecting what's going on in their life. So like this all makes sense, you know, now looking back at the first season of why she was like throwing glasses at people, um, yelling and screaming at everybody, um, crying point, uh, getting people's faces because she was, you know, she knew she had to have known that the feds were coming for her. And also that she knew her life was just fraudulent. Like, at the end of the day you can have as many purses and shoes and like clothes that you want but like if you're not living right you're not going to be feeling right so jen shaw is showing talking to lisa about last season or just like the last year and how like she realizes like she needs to like make the amends with people and make things right but also that her husband is like ready to leave her ass which i think he should because she seems very like unwilling to fix herself and actually listen to whatever therapist she's going to and her husband seems like a very like level-headed person that only wants the best for her and their kids and I don't think she appreciates it so basically what I'm saying is coach Shaw when you leave Jen please call me um so because I love a man who travels and leaves me alone but also like lets me do whatever the fuck I want like that's my dream please I need to either marry, like, a a football coach for, like, a college or professional team 
or a music artist that's like on tour 364 days out of the year so i only see them one day so that's my goal anyway so yeah so she she tells him that or tells lisa that he was going to leave her and that he contacted a divorce attorney which is like how do you move on from that like the process he was like in the process of getting a divorce and like what did she say to like stop him from doing that like i i don't know if i hope it wasn't something like gaslight like she gaslit him into staying with her or i hope it was a mutual decision to like work on their marriage so then we see that um you know jen is just like trying to be like the calm version of herself and trying to like make things right and then we go to meredith's house uh heather skis to her house i didn't really pay attention to this scene because heather bothers me and i know she's a fan favorite because she eats food i guess i don't know why everybody was like sucking her dick but they were she ordered um meatballs on a stick or something and everybody's like oh my god she's so relatable <laughs> i hate when people act like we don't eat or like girls don't eat. I don't know one girl like for real, for real that doesn't eat. All uh, all my girls be grubbing, all my bitches be eating. So I don't know what this whole fascination of it's relatable to like eat pizza or like eat Doritos and wipe wipe the crumbs on your shirt. Like everybody does it. So I really didn't pay attention to the scene because I don't really like either one of them. Like I don't like Heather because like she's whatever to me she's like I just don't get the hype around her and I don't like Meredith because I feel like she's I don't know there's something about her one she's boring to me and two I I just don't like I don't and I don't like her husband I don't like her kids like I don't like anything about Meredith so and I used to get her confused with Lisa too that's how like unremarkable she is so they're talking about something about Heather's talking about want her girls to go to college and like suck dick. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Cause she was a Mormon and wasn't allowed to do that. So now she wants her daughters to like suck dick. And it's like, what? I don't think that's like, don't encourage that. I mean, it's, nobody's saying not to, but also like you don't have to sucking dicks. not even that fun as a woman. So Anyway, that's what they're talking about, sucking their, her daughter's sucking dick in college. And then we're back with Jen and her family. We get to see the aunt that smelled like hospital. And I heard or I read um, on Jen's Twitter that she died in June, which is sad. Rest in peace, Aunt Nani. You did not smell like hospital. Mary is a hater. Oh, excuse me. I just had a sneeze. Um, so then... Yeah, they're just like, Jen is talking about her relationship with Sharif and how her and Sharif are like the rock of the family. And then she doesn't remember her kid's birthday or like how old he is, which, okay. I understand. I mean, I, I, my dad doesn't remember how old we are, but that's because like, he's my dad or like men just don't, I don't even think my dad knows how old he is, to be honest. Or how, how long he and my mom have been together or anything or what day of the week it is. But moms usually are pretty on that. Like, they know, like, their kid's birthday. So, that kind of, like, was, I mean, she probably has a lot on her mind. She probably, like, as she was filming this, like, confessional of saying she didn't know how old her son was. Like, the feds were raiding her house or something. So, she's like, oh, I can't really think right now. The feds are, have a gun to my the back of my head. Um, so, her 
son is turning 27 and he's hot and i feel bad i just feel bad for like it just family just seems like scared of jen and like everything's about like her mood and it's i it's probably very hard to be around her so she seems very narcissistic so then we move on to the women having lunch wait is that is that what happens next I think so. I think they're at lunch. It doesn't really matter what order the scene's going because I'm just going to talk shit about every scene. So they're eating lunch and, of course, Heather and the food. I'm going to order all the appetizers because these bitches, leave it up to them, and they're going to order a Caesar salad. I have to share with Caesar salad. So she orders all these appetizers, which is like, cool, bitch. Like, who amongst us? I just want to know who amongst us has not like been the girl to order like I don't know this is not relatable to me and it's, it's relatable but it's like annoyingly relatable because it's like why is that why do women act like women don't eat they do we have to eat we need sustenance to survive like I don't understand what this whole thing about like I'm ordering Taco Bell because I'm you know I'm the only one that has meat on her bones it's like bitch okay we get it you love food who doesn't? So she orders all these appetizers. Um, it's her, Mary, Meredith, and the new girl, Jenny, which she seems like a good time. And who else is there? I think that's it because Lisa wasn't invited and neither was Jen, obviously, because everybody hates her. Oh, and then Whitney's there. She's just like, oh, my God. Meredith says her dad died and that's sad and then everybody's telling about how their dads are dead also and Mary cult leader Mary um says a prayer they bless the food and then they eat and then we move on to the scene with this with Whitney her weird husband and that her stepsons are like they're her age and she went to like school with their friends which is I mean it's whatever but also it's like I think she was like too excited to tell the, the nation that her stepsons are like 10 years younger than her and that she went to high school so well some are, one of her stepsons is like six years younger than her but she went to high school with their friends or like I don't know it's just like girl stop you knew you knew this was going to happen when you got with that man and he had kids that were like when you were 20 and they were 17 like you knew damn well so yeah they they like do shots because it's like the stepson's birthday and they do the shot ski um which we used to do that in the universe well i never did it because i thought it was gross because it's like other people's lips have been touching it so like a shot ski is like you put there's like four shot glasses on the ski and then you do it at the same time and that I mean I don't know that's pretty much self-explanatory but I never did those in school because like we had them in college in Wyoming and I never did them because it's like why would I want to put my lips around something that's probably 15 other people I put their lips on and this probably has GHB in it so I never did it myself but people used to do it all the time so um, they also get drunk, go and like have like a foam family party. And then Whitney goes inside to get the birthday cake and she drops it on the floor and then tries to put it back together. And I would be so mad if I found that out. Like, even if I was drunk, 
I would I'd be like if I dropped something on the floor I would go outside and be like hey I dropped your cake on the floor I'm sorry like we're all drunk anyway we're gonna eat that like whatever but she like tried to put it back together probably had like cat hair or dog hair on it. I don't even know if they have pets but it had pubic hair on it, it had something on it so they she tries to put it back together she drops it again she's so crazy and then brings it outside and they have cake and I don't know it was whatever so then we move on to like Mary Colt Mary has a podcast which is like as I'm saying this I'm like who is listening to my podcast if there's literally 20 million podcasts out there show yourselves if you're still listening to Anitude so yeah she does her little podcast um with these like two guys and they talk about like smoking weed and she's like yeah like i smoked a blunt i don't remember the last time i smoked a blunt and i'm like "Ooh, uh, jesus is gonna strike you down girl so i wonder if she repented for that if she's repented for every uh hit of the blunt that she did so i hope so but yeah basically that's the episode oh we have to get into the brooks marks which is Meredith's son. I didn't even want to talk about this because I can't, I just don't like that family. There's something about them. I don't know what it is. It's just something about them. But so Jen Shaw and Brooks Marks, which is Meredith's son, have beef. And basically Jen Shaw, and this is the reason why like Meredith and Lisa kind of have like a feud, even though they're like friends. And that Jen Shaw liked a bunch of tweets like talking about Brooks being gay or like because the beef started when Jen like kicked her leg up at his house and like he said he saw her vagina and it made him uncomfortable but I as a viewer didn't see this vagina and I get it like why is this woman like this older woman at your house like kicking her leg and like acting crazy but, like, that's something, like, her, your mom and her need to discuss. Like, you need to stay out of grown folks' business and grown folks' vaginas. Like, it was just all weird. But Jen is wrong because she's, like, liking tweets about him being gay and being a twink and all this stuff. What they really should be beefing about is why the fuck Brooks Mark selling these, like, whack-ass sweatsuit sets and, like, that just say his name on it. And people are acting like that's like fashion and he had like a fashion show. That's what Jen should be like firing shots on about. But she's talking about him being gay, which is disrespectful. And also, like, I guess he hasn't come out yet to his mom even. So it's like that's not cool either. And why are you beefing Jen Shaw with a 21 year old little child? So we go to the, this family dinner, the Shabbat dinner at Lisa. I mean, Meredith's house. She invites Lisa they hash it out about the gen of it all and how she's like upset because they have like a 10 year friendship and that, you know, like how would she feel if like the same thing, if the tables were turned and Lisa basically says, well, that's how I feel about you and Heather because Heather called Lisa a liar or like said like, okay, so Lisa called Heather a good time girl and which means like in the Mormon language when you translate it, you look it up on Google Translate, it means, like, Heather, if you call somebody a good time girl, you're saying, like, they suck dick. So, Meredith, I mean, Lisa said that about Heather, and Heather's like, I'm not a good time girl, which is, like, you're a 45-year-old woman, like, who cares if somebody called you, like, a hoe? Like, truly, who cares? So, 
Heather called Lisa liar and Lisa's mad at Heather, vice versa. But basically Meredith, I mean, Lisa tried to compare Meredith being friends with Heather to uh, the feud between Jen and Meredith, which is like, no, nah, girl, that ain't the same thing. But go off, queen. Lisa, I love it, Barlow. I love it. Love that. Oh, my gosh. I love it. So, yeah, that was pretty much the episode. I'm excited for this season. I'm excited for Jenny. I didn't like how she called her husband ugly. From She like basically called him a butterface. She said he had a nice body, but his face was like not nice to look at so I thought that was rude but she seems like she's like gonna get into the mix and like get in people's faces and doesn't give a fuck so and Jenny's from Vietnam and she got like kidnapped by she was like in Vietnam had to flee the country left the country on a boat and then got the boat got seized by Thai pirates and then she went to a concert oh my god I almost said concentration camp she went to a refugee camp and then Oh my god, I thought somebody broke into my house. I'm always thinking somebody's gonna break into my house. Wouldn't that be crazy if somebody broke into my house while I was on a podcast? Would you guys call the police? Well, the I guess the episode wouldn't be out, but I hope you guys would preemptively, like, or posthumously call the police for on my behalf. Um, actually, don't call the police. Fuck twelve. So anyway, back to us. So basically, um. Jenny, the new girl, got kidnapped from this boat by Thai pirates um, and then had to go to refugee camp. And then, like, a Christian organization sponsored um, her and her, I think her family, too. And they moved to America and then became Catholic. And she married her husband, who's a chiropractor, but she thinks he's ugly. Which is like, girl, you are living the dream. You got a doctor, not only a doctor, my favorite kind of doctor, chiropractor I love getting my back cracked like snap me like a fucking glow stick baby so yeah so Jenny seems like she about to get in the mix like she don't give a fuck she's like bitch I've been kidnapped by Thai pirates like you ain't about to come at me like that and I love that I love a girl that's like what do I got to lose I've already been through the trenches so we'll see how we feel so yeah, and we'll see how, like, Jen Shaw's legal drama plays out because I'm very interested to see. Like, she, to me, was, like, Erica was to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to me because, like, I like Jen, even though she was crazy as fuck. But then now that I see all this stuff coming out, I'm like, I can't defend you, girl. Like, and also you didn't have any music that came out like Erica did that slapped. Like, I, I don't have any, like, connection to her like that. Like, I did Erica. But we'll see how this plays out. And I wonder if her husband knew. That's what I want to know, too. And we should have known she was fraudulent because, like, she had, like, 12 different assistants. And also one of her assistants' name was, like, Stu Chains. Or she called him Stu Chains. His name is Stuart. And he was like an older gay man that would just like drive her around. And same thing with Erica. Like she had Mikey, her makeup assistant that we she used to like do everything with. I just feel like any girl that has like a gay man as a purse or like a gay man as like a indentured servant is doing something fraudulent. Because, yeah. That's just my thought. We should have known because, like, why was Stu Chains hanging out with her, like, 24-7? They obviously were scamming together. So, anyway. So, that was my recap on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. 
Um, please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Live Journal on a- at Anitude Pod, and um, email me anitudepod at gmail.com. If you want to leave a question, some comments, some hate mail, I would love to hear all of it. And find me on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash anitudepod. It just uh, supports artists like myself. Um, make a little bit of kashish because um, let's be real. Like I said, Mary has a podcast. Everybody has a podcast. It's very difficult to make like any kind of money off of these things. But um, and I'm switching my po- uh, podcast merch store. That is going to be TBD. But um, yeah, um, if it's day or night, love or light. Bye. Why do I keep saying love or light, guys? If it's day or night, love and light. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.